Okay, so today we are reading the Disney five-minute spooky stories book. We are reading the fifth story in the book, which is called Sleeping Beauty Maleficent Returns. And it was adapted by Brittany Kendo from the original story, Maleficent's Revenge, written by Sarah Nathan. And it is read today by Mommy and Philip. Are you ready? Okay. Maleficent returns. One morning, Princess Aurora and her fairy godmothers, Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather, prepared the palace for a party. It was Philip's, whoops, and Aurora's anniversary. And Aurora couldn't wait to celebrate it with the kingdom. It looks wonderful, she told the fairies. I think we're just about done with decorations. Oh, not quite, said Flora. We've still got to make everything pink. No, 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 said Merryweather. Make it blue. Aurora laughed. Whatever you say, my dears, she said. Leaving to check on the food preparations, suddenly a sh- Oh, look at this. Suddenly a shadow darkened the palace. Merryweather and Flora rushed to the window. Why, it's a solar eclipse! Merryweather exclaimed, watching the sun duck behind the moon. Did you know that's what a solar eclipse was? Every now and then, because of the way the Earth rotates, because the Earth is always moving and spinning, we will have a situation where the sun is going, is which is staying one, in one place, is going to be in line with the moon. And the moon gets in front of the sun. And that's called an eclipse. So it is. During solar eclipses, magic works in the most mysterious ways. Flora said, and sometimes even scary ways, Merriweather said with a shudder. Oh, I wouldn't worry, Flana replied, coming up from behind them. With Maleficent gone, we have nothing to fear. At that very moment, the darkness from the eclipse fell over Maleficent's castle. A green light erupted from the windows, and a stone raven perched on the balcony came to life. Ka! Ka! It screeched, flying inside to search for its mistress. Before long, the raven saw the source of the green light. Maleficent's staff was glowing. The raven pecked at the glass ball with its beak until the ball cracked. Suddenly, green smoke emerged, twisting and turning until it became Maleficent. Come, my pet, she said to the bird. Let us see who's here to welcome our return. Maleficent searched her rooms and found them to be dark and empty. It seems you are my only faithful servant, she sighed. Maleficent used her magic staff to check on the rest of the kingdom and saw that everyone was gathered at the palace. 
Prince Philip and Princess Aurora smiled, greeting their many guests. Maleficent's eyes flashed with anger. It seems we have much to do here. In the palace, the anniversary party was in full swing, and Aurora and Philip were exchanging their gifts. Oh my goodness, Aurora said with a small when a small puppy jumped into her arms. Oh, he's adorable. Darling, I love it, Philip said as Aurora handed him a gleaming golden pendant with their portraits inside. Everyone cheered, ready to begin a hearty feast and an evening of dancing. Suddenly, a loud screech erupted interrupted the laughter and music. A green mist flooded into the room and Maleficent suddenly appeared. Man, she just does not know how to go away, does she? I see I was not invited to yet another celebration, Maleficent said coolly. Well, this will be the last Maleficent raised her staff. Fire and ice, moon and sun, turn skin and bone into cold, hard stone. She bellowed. The green mist surrounded Philip, the fairies, and the guests. They were instantly turned into statues. Even the new little puppy became a stone figure. Aurora cried out in horror. Without the company of your loved ones, you will wither like a wilted rose. Maleficent sneered, leaving the palace in one swift turn. Tears fell from Aurora's face as she looked at Philip and the fairies. She didn't know what to do. At that moment, Aurora's animal friends from the forest rushed into the room. They'd been late to the anniversary party and had seen everything from the window. They tried to comfort Aurora. Thank you, friends, but I can't stay here. I must go to Maleficent and break the spell somehow, Aurora said. Though her friends, animal friends, tried to stop her, Aurora ran out of the palace and into the dark forest. As she got closer to Maleficent's castle, black clouds formed in the sky and thorny bushes clawed at her legs. Aurora kept running, determined to save her kingdom. Lonely already, my dear? Maleficent cackled when the princess approached. Maleficent, Aurora said. I demand that you lift the curse on my people. Well, I couldn't, even if I wanted to help you, Maleficent replied. A spell like that cannot be reversed. And if you could turn me into stone instead, Aurora asked. Maleficent was delighted. You would do that? Spend eternity as a statue so your friends and family could live? I would, 
Overall re replied bravely. But you must swear that they will awaken. I believe that can be arranged, Maleficent said, towering over the princess and lifting her staff into the air. Aurora closed her eyes, bracing herself for the curse. But as soon as Maleficent uttered the words, there was a flash of light and a scream. Aurora watched in shock as the evil fairy changed into her dragon form and then disappeared altogether. Back at the palace, Prince Philip and the others awoke. Worried that Maleficent had taken Aurora, Philip rushed out of the castle to find his wife. Wait for us! The three fairies called as they flew behind him. Suddenly, a familiar figure came running towards them. Aurora! Prince Philip cried. Are you all right? What happened? As Aurora explained everything, Flora smiled at her. Oh, your selflessness reversed Maleficent's spell and rid the world of her once again. Remember, love is the strongest kind of magic. The group headed back to the palace. Soon everyone knew how Maleficent had been defeated and the kingdom cheered for their princess's bravery. They resumed the party and continued the festivities late into the night, celebrating their courageous and noble leaders and their love for one another. And that is the end of that story. And it turns out, friends, that no matter how spooky and terrifying something might be, if you have love, then you don't need to be afraid of it. And that is a great ending, don't you think? I think the saying is that perfect love casts out all fear. Yeah. Can you say the end? The end. The end.